Hello again, everybody. I'm Snapper Lancaster, welcoming you to another edition of the Central Alabama High School Sports Show. We're here at Mountain Brook High School, where we're going to be visiting with first athletic director Benny Ease, the um, high school track coach and a, a state uh, championship winning volleyball coach for the program's over. So we're glad you could join us. But uh, as we get started, um, our conversation with Coach Ease from many years ago, I still use that term, Coach, but uh, awfully good to see you. Well, we're glad. Glad that you're here. Well, thank you. And for people that might be seeing you for the first time, tell us a little bit about your background because you weren't always the athletic director and how you got to well, be the AD here. Well, yeah, short version, my uh, first job out of grad school, I was actually at Marion Military Institute where I coached football, basketball, and baseball, head coach of all of those. I was there seven years. I moved to uh, the Hoover School System uh, where I was there for seven years and I coached uh, football, basketball, and picked up golf at one point. There seven years, I came to Mountain Brook and uh, Coach Cooper brought me over from Hoover. I like to say they gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. Um, and I took over freshman football, head coach there, um, basketball and uh, golf until four years ago. Well, now, now tell me, you've been in coaching a long, long time, then all of a sudden you put on that hat, athletic director. Talk about the change there because there is from just the responsibility of the certain sports you're dealing with to all of a sudden you're overseeing the whole program. Talk about that adjustment. Uh, I, the biggest adjustment um, is, you know, it, it, there's never an off season. Um, and you have a great appreciation. I think the last time you were here I made the comment that you find out all the little things that you didn't know happened behind the scenes that just miraculously happened. Um, typically the AD is in charge of that. Um, I like to call, I, I tell people the AD stands for all duties. You're, right. you're just, you're, um, your role changes. Um, you, you learn to, you know, you have to be a servant leader. You're there to try to make everybody else better. Um, the, the probably the worst adjustment that, that I dislike the most about the job is uh, not having the close relationship with the student athletes like you do when you're a coach right. and you're with them every day, um, all year long. So I miss that a lot, but um, it's just a lot of responsibility um, um, across the board. Well, I, I was going to say one of the big differences, like you talked about, is all of a sudden instead of the sports that you've dealt with because you and I talked and you had multi-coaching head jobs at different schools, but where now you're overseeing the whole thing. Does that, did, that, did it ever, was there ever a point in that reformation for you where you thought maybe this stage is too big for me or is it one of those situations where you relish the challenge of going to that next level? Uh, I, I think it's mo the relishing of, of a new challenge. Um, no matter what field or what position or what organization I've been a part of throughout my career, um, I always want to progress. Right. I want to be the best at what I, I may not be the best, in, but I want to be the best that I can be. So I'm always, I've always been looking for challenges to get better in whatever I do. So um, case in point, uh, when I got the AD job, I, I, I dove in pretty quickly on a national certification that's through the NIAAA and um, got that in about a year. It's a lot of hours, a lot of classes, but um, just because, you know, I want to be at the highest level so that I can 
be the best I can be for the Mountain Brook school system. Well, and I'll tell you one thing that separates Mountain Brook and schools like Mountain Brook is the fact, and, and you'll understand the point I'm trying to make, and I want you to expand on it a little bit. Uh, Mountain Brook is one of those destination schools. You know, for the simple reason, it's great facilities, great staff, great athletic programs. And I think that's what any prospective coach or athletic director may be looking for when they are uh, trying to go up that ladder, so to speak. Right. Uh, I've been very blessed when you take a step back and you look, and I could not have ended up in a better place. Um, I, I am on the downside of my career as far as the years that I am uh, have left to go. Uh, but... It is. It's a special place because once you once you get in here, and you really get to see it from the inside out, and and see what makes it special, it's. I get chill bumps. It's. It. You just. It's hard to leave. Um, it's a special place. Well, I tell you what, Coach. Uh, one, uh, we've had a special relationship through the years. One I've always appreciated, and I'm glad to see you're you're at the point of where you are, and. Um, I don't know how many years are left, but I can tell that uh, from talking, you're going to enjoy every one of them. Yes, sir. And I Absolutely. wish you and your school all the luck in the athletic programs and awfully good to see you again. Well, thank you. And, folks, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, our first visiting coach for the uh, show. We'll be right back. Don't you go away. Welcome back. As you can tell, I've got a different coach here uh, in this segment. And, of course, we're talking about uh, a long-time coach in the business. We'll let him talk about how long here. But, of course, uh, uh, he's had a, had a great run wherever he's been. And, and Coach McGovern, tell people that might be watching you for the sure. first time about your background and how sure. you have made it here. Okay. Um, well, I actually graduated from Mountain Brook, so this is home for me. Um, went off to college, ran at uh, the University of South in Swanee. Um, finished up my degree at Auburn and got into coaching there. Coached some at Auburn, coached at University of Alabama for a couple of years. Uh, was at Homewood and then I came back here uh, right at the, about 2001. Been here ever since as an assistant coach, and then this is my fifth year as the head coach. Well, I tell you what, Coach, uh, um, talk about uh, now when you first started out, and I enjoy asking this question sure. to coaches, did you? think that that's what you wanted to do, or how did you actually end up in the coaching sure, business? Sure, that's a good question. Um, when I headed off to college, I thought I was going to be a doctor. Uh, mm -hmm. I really did. And I, I ran um, all through high school, and then when I, my first summer job when I came back from college was uh, coaching uh, junior Olympic track. And I kind of got the bug after a couple summers of that and decided to uh, make education my full-time career after that. When, uh, in talking about that, one question I want you to, to expand on a little further that I had talked with um, uh, your athletic director about uh, this being a destination school. Definitely. Do, do you feel like this is where your career will end? Um, yeah, this is home for me. My wife teaches here, too, at the high school. Our son is uh, in the elementary school in the Mountain Brook, so we are here for the long haul. We are definitely Spartans, and uh, 
Yeah, I think I, I hope to get to see him graduate through here too while I'm still teaching here. Well, now we'll get down to the, to the business. You and uh, your track team, both boys and girls, mm -hmm. had a pretty good season. Talk about that, what maybe you expect out of your track program sure. because it's one that now that you've been in charge of for a few years. And mm -hmm. uh, have you seen growth in, in your uh, athletes the sure. last few years? Um, so we our numbers were up this year. We were at um, almost 70 athletes for cross country. Uh, with our junior high program, had another 180. So, you know, we, this is one of the most popular sports in Mountain Brook. Um, you know, going into this season, we were definitely rebuilding on the guys' side. Uh, we had graduated three guys that went off and they're running college track this year. So, you know, we were not really sure how good we were going to be. Um, but these guys really stepped up. Um, over the summer, they kind of made their goals that we were going to qualify for the state meet. Um, and, you know, we quickly had to revamp those goals because they, uh, they got really good as the season went through. Um, we ended up second at our sectional meet to move on through to the state meet. We got to the state meet, we ended up fourth place, which, you know, if you're the fourth place team in 7A, you have a pretty good team. Yeah, you do. Um, on the girls' side, you know, this is a group that some of these girls that you're going to get to talk to today um, have been running with us for six years. Um, so this is an experienced group. Um, we, we ran into Auburn last year, was one of the best teams to come through the state. And, you know, our girls made it a goal to maybe, you know, try and beat them this year. And so halfway through the year, we merged our team with the junior high team, and we got a lot better. You know, it was a, it was a big improvement for us. We got to the state meet. Um, we ran faster than any Mountain Brook teams ever run before. This was, on paper, the best Mountain Brook team ever. And when they tallied up the scores, we were tied with Auburn. Um, and you know, that's a hard place to be because we ended up losing on the tiebreaker. Uh, so to end up, you know, to run the, have the best team we've ever had and end up second off a tiebreaker, was a, it's kind of a bitter pill to swallow, but, you know, it was a great season for these girls. It really was. When, now, one um, question I would like to ask you about boys' sports in particular um, is, have you seen participation pick up in, in the track programs because of not a lot, but some athletes – because of the concussion problem they've been having through the years. Have you seen some athletes leave the football field and maybe come in and run track full time? Um, we, we, get, we do get some of those, uh, you know, from football and from soccer where that, you know, the people are worried about the head injuries. I think you're starting to see it a lot more at the younger levels, and I think we're going to start seeing it, you know, even more, you know, from the junior high up. Um, and I, th I expect our boys' numbers to grow because of that. Well, and, and um, getting to the girls as well, uh, I'll ask this question, and I hope it comes out the right way because I definitely don't mean it in a negative way. Do, do you still have to recruit in the halls a little bit, or the reputation this school has is you don't have to worry about participation mm -hmm. because your track program have always been strong and we are we are truly blessed to have probably what I would consider to be the best feeder program there is in the state. Um, our junior high program consistently has 150 to 190, maybe even 200 athletes on their team. Um, we have the reputation of you know letting everybody try it in junior high, letting everybody you know find a place for them to be athletes. And because of that, we, we have lots of people. And this is a running community. Um, people really support our sport here, probably unlike any other community. Um, so to be honest, no, I don't have to beat the halls. It's a, it's a very enviable position to be in. Um, now, if I see somebody that I think is going to help our team, I'm certainly going to go recruit them there. Talk about your sport uh, just in general. I know through these years um, 
when you started out many years ago, they would be what we would classify lean years because of participation. But through the years, has it surprised you the growth of both the track from the boys and girls sure. side? I can tell you, you know, when I was in high school here, our girls cross country team had five girls on it. And um, so it, to see us have 40 to 50 girls sometimes, it's truly amazing. I mean, I think it says a lot about not just me, but the, the teams that have come before, the coaches that have come before, that have really put an emphasis on this sport, the administration that's really supported it. Um, I think we're in a really good place for track and cross country. Well, the, the last question is our time is running out fast, and I'm all, always uh, uh, curious about that, uh, the fact that uh, you don't have to worry about supposedly feeder programs, but the one thing I always wondered about, you are busy all year long. There's no off-season for you. Talk about the challenge from that aspect. It really is. I mean, as soon as I leave here, we're heading out to indoor track practice. And uh, so indoor, our first meet's in two weeks. These guys don't get much of a break. Um, and as soon as indoor is over, we'll roll right into outdoor. Um, so definitely coaching cross-country and track is a full year-round sport and uh, keeps our kids busy. It really does. Well, Coach, uh, it's been awfully good to see you again. Uh, you're staying busy and you're staying successful. That's a great combination, and uh, good luck to you the rest of the way. Thanks, okay? Because I know that career, like you said, the backside gets there before you know it. <laughs> but uh, awfully good luck to you in the future. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. we come back, we'll start visiting with some of the athletes. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. Land of Frost Premium is America's best-selling one-pound daily pouch. Now available in 12 delicious flavors, including new flavors of muskeet, turkey, and cotto salami. High school athletes across the country ask for Land of Frost by name. These great items are available at your local grocer, including Piggly Wiggly, Food Giant, Western Supermarkets, and many more. Land of Frost also makes other varieties of lunch meats, including daily shaved bristro and sub sandwich kits. Land of Frost is a proud sponsor of youth sports as well. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky. Bundle home and auto, and you could save 760 bucks. That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdow in Trustville today. And folks, welcome back. As you can tell, I got two beautiful young ladies up here who happen to be serious athletes. And when I say that, they are running track and we've got Elizabeth Robinson. Elizabeth, what grade are you? I'm in 11th grade. The 11th grader and then Lily Halsey. And Liz I'm a senior. A senior, okay. All right, girls, the first question I would ask and we'll start with you and Elizabeth, what was it that drew you to the sport of track or running? Um, I started running in seventh grade, and I originally did it because I wasn't good at sports that involved balls. Um, <laughs> I can't see very well, so I decided to do running. Really? Well, that, that, um, there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We all got reasons why we do something. And uh, uh, Lily, how about you? Um, I also started running in seventh grade. Um, I played soccer up until seventh grade, and I just, I loved running, the running part of soccer. Okay, so. now, you talk about now running, do you, um, you run cross country? Yes, sir. And, and so you run all, I guess, does, 
Every Traxter, boy or girl, do y'all run all three seasons or do some of them pick one or two? Most cross-country runners run track and both seasons of track. Oh, okay, so, okay. But not all people who do track do cross-country. So, so what was that lure to running for you? What, what made you choose that avenue? Um, well, I wasn't really planning on doing track, but when I started cross-country, I like, kind of fell in love with running itself. So I just decided to finish off the year with the next two seasons of track. Oh, okay. Were, what, were you participating in any other sports back then? No, I had just quit soccer. and like I, Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. soccer, I know, can be a very physical sport right. as well, right? right. So uh, running, actually, at least we can do it free and easy, right? Yes, sir. All right, well, girls, I know two things about you before you sit down. Uh, one, that you're... Um, excel in the classroom for the simple reason if you didn't you wouldn't make it to the track whatever it is and the other you're awfully good um, good athletes now I know you spend a lot of time preparing for that classroom preparing for running so you got a lot of downtime you got to deal with right <laughs> well, what the, and so what I want to know and we'll start with you Elizabeth what do you do in your downtime to just relax and, and enjoy being away from the, the track a little bit um, in my downtime, I normally like to spend time with my friends and family, um, and sometimes I'll watch like a TV show or read. Really? Okay. Well, how about you, Lily? Um, I'm usually with my friends or family, and I just try to keep my mind off of everything that I'm not doing, mm-hmm. so um, I just sometimes watch Netflix. Well, the one thing that, that's always confused me about that is I expect at least one of you girls to say, I love shopping. Wow. <laughs> Women and shopping sort of go together too, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, uh, do you have any, and I ask guys this all the time, don't ask girls a lot, but I wonder if they do. Do y'all have any hobbies or, or um, another thing I enjoy asking about too is superstitions, and, and we'll start with you, Elizabeth, that you feel like you have to do things the same way or, or you won't be successful, or is there something you enjoy doing that I wouldn't know about, like golf or shooting or um, I'm also on, or I do swimming. I was on the swim team, and um, yeah, and my, yeah, I do swimming. Swimming, well, that, that's your release a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, how about you, Lily? Um, like other than cross country, I mean, I just spend a lot of time with my friends. I'm not really involved in anything else, like specifically. But are, are you superstitious in any way? No, not really? at all. Have, do you know girls that are? Yes. Oh, really? Well, then from that standpoint, I'm not 100% off base, am I? All right, now, uh, senior. Yes, sir. All right, now, off to school, where do you hope to go? Either Alabama or Ole Miss. Really? Okay, so what do you hope to do one day? Um, You know, that's a good question. I know I'm not running in college, so. Oh, okay. But I'm not really sure what I'm planning on studying. You want to be a coach one day? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so you've got another year, uh, Elizabeth, before you have to worry about that. Yes. So you, I want you to enjoy um, the rest of this year and then another year, right? Mm-hmm. And so girls, listen, y'all have had an outstanding season uh, this year, and uh, good luck. Good luck to you as you head off to college. Thank okay? you. And uh, uh, may uh, whatever dreams you have, you, y'all be able to achieve them, all right? We're going to take a quick break. We come back. More guests. Don't you go away. We'll be right back.
At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons. We have spine surgeons. We have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents, have confidence in us because they know we're going to communicate with them, we're going to create a plan unique to that athlete or that person, and we're going to get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose, we're all very competitive and we're not going to lose against their illness or their injury. And folks, welcome back. And you see, we got three more athletes here. Tracksters, these happen to be the guys. And so I'm going to let these three gentlemen introduce themselves to me, tell me what grade you're in, and uh, we'll go from there. Um, I'm Parker Bolsley, and I'm, in, I'm a junior. I'm Jack Bell, and I'm a senior. I'm Jen Sadolski, and I'm also a senior. Okay, now guys, as, as we get into this, first of all, one of the questions I always like, because I, I guess, do, do each of you guys, and we'll start with you, Parker, you compete in track all year round? Um, well, cross country in the fall and then track in the winter and spring. Yeah, right. And yes, uh, those are the three seasons for me. How about uh, you, Jack? Yes, sir, also run year round. Cross okay. country and then track. All right, Jones, you do the same? Same for me. Oh, okay. So y'all are all track guys and don't participate in any other sports, right? Yes, all right. Now, now, Parker, what is it that lured you to want to be a, a runner? Oh, well, my sister did it, and I just decided I might as well give it a try. I did At first I did soccer and cross country together, but then I found out I like cross country more than soccer. So. Okay, now I know what you do in cross country. Now, on indoor, what events do you run in? The 800 mile and two mile. Okay, so they're sort of long events. Um, all right, uh, Jack, how about you? I run the 800 and the mile during indoor. And so, but you run cross country too. Y'all, yes, all three run the whole year round, right? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, Jones, how about what's your specialties? Um, in the past, I've done the 400 and 800, but this year I'm trying out the mile and set, mile and 800. Well, let me ask you, and uh, we'll start with you, uh, Jones. What made you decide that track was a sport and not nothing against any of the rest of them, baseball, football, basketball? What was that lure to track for you? Um, well, I'd done baseball up until the ninth grade, and then I didn't make the team that year, so I decided to just move over to track and I ended up falling in love with it. So. Oh, okay. And so um, how about you, Jack? Uh, I didn't really play – any sports until track. I did like rag basketball and stuff. 
but track was a team sport that I could do, and so I just started in seventh grade and then did all that all the way till, until until mm-hmm. now. Okay, Parker. Oh yeah, I just did soccer and then I played a little bit of football, but oh really? Yeah. And uh, maybe you had one hit too many that said, this is not what we want. All right, uh, another thing I, I like to ask athletes in particular, do you have any um, superstitions uh, in, uh, when you um, uh, prepare for a, uh, a match or, or whatever uh, that you have to do one way or the other? you got to do this or do that. And uh, we'll start with you, Parker. Mm. I don't really have one. I'll, I'll try and think about it if I find one. I'll... I can't remember if I have one or not. Okay, well, not everybody does, Jack. Do you? Got a lucky pair of socks that I wear. You do? Yes, sir. Do we do we wash them or do? Oh, for sure, wash them. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay, because sometimes the lucky socks make us more of the loneliest guys on the track team. <laughs> we don't do that. Okay, how about you, uh, John? Um, this is kind of an odd thing, but I always put on my left race shoe first when I'm suiting up right before the race after my warm up. After one race, I had one of my best races I've ever had. I did that, yeah. so been doing that ever since. Okay, now you two guys are seniors, right? Yes. Sir. All right, uh, Jones, what, where do you hope to go to school? Uh, I've been uh, thinking about both Auburn and Sanford University. Oh, okay. Do you know what you might like to do one day? Uh, I would get into education, secondary education. Okay, maybe a teacher? Yes, sir. And then a coach? Probably. Possibly. Okay. Yes, How about you, Jack? I'd like to go to Auburn. As well, but I'm I'll, not sure what I want to do. I'll pray for you. <laughs> That's what Alabama fans are. The great university, whatever you do, I guarantee you can be good at it and you'll get a great education. Well, guys, it's, it's one of those years where y'all had another successful year. Did that surprise you at, at um, all, Parker, that y'all have done as well in the um, uh, cross-country events? Well, we were ranked like – we weren't even top ten going into the season, but – I knew once we ran our first race that we were definitely going to just blow that out of the water and definitely make state because we were pretty fast. We won our first race. And well, well, good. So the team, it doesn't surprise you the success you had. Well, guys, and of course, especially you, Parker, um, and especially Jack and Jones, y'all head off to uh, college next year. Wish you all the luck in the world and uh, great, great success the rest of this year because you still got a lot of track to run, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir.